Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today.
Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to Getting It Out Podcast. That was Vermineth with Woven Flesh. They are a death metal band from York, Pennsylvania, which, of course, is my hometown. And I mean it when I say it. I need to have them on for their own full episode. I keep saying I'm going to do it. I keep saying I'm going to feature more local bands, and then I don't. I started off the year strong, though, with Spellbook. That's a York, Pennsylvania proto-metal rock band. They just put out an awesome record called Deadly Charms on Cruz del Sur Music. It just came out officially a couple weeks ago. I don't have my vinyl in hand yet. What's going on, guys? But I'm waiting. Impatiently, but I'm waiting. Anyway, uh, there's, there's, there's tons of other local bands around here. Uh, punk rock, hardcore, death metal that I want to have on Getting It Out podcast. And I genuinely had this idea to start a more local-based offshoot called Locals Only. Even I even did a whole, uh, I even got a whole image thing set up. I, I've even started the music for it, the intro music I even have for it. I just haven't done it. Got too much going on. So uh, shame on me for not doing that. But a little local update, Skid Row Garage is uh, coming along. That baby just got a fresh coat of black paint and along with the checkerboard floor. MC has it looking like it's damn near ready to go. I'm hearing once, uh, once a few licenses and permits are granted, it should be good to go. But that's a uh, very, very sparse information that I have, which of course is relevant to talk about here on Getting It Out podcast. As we talked about Skid Row Garage a lot, we, the ten-year anniversary show, we did an episode for that. We did an episode for the demise of Skid Row Garage, and we did one for the rise, the announcement of the rise. And now there is yet more room to ascend, and you will hear more about that as it happens. But anyway. This episode of the podcast features Andrew from I Am. They're a Texan death metal band, and they have a new record out called Eternal Steel on Monarch Heavy. And me and Andrew are going to tell you all about that. But first, it's the Getting It Out podcast intro song by New Jersey's own Hot Zone. What's good, all you bitches and bitches? It's the illustrious Hot Zone back at it again with another podcast intro. They said, Oh, you want to do a podcast intro for the Getting It Out podcast? I said, Oh, shit, I got to write a rap first, don't I? They said, No, you don't got to write a rap first. The hardcore podcast I said, All right, I think I can maybe make that happen. Let's see what we can do. Kick it. Make family out of friends, make friends out of enemies. Peace to my family, make friends till they bury me. All the places we've been, when they've been sitting it out, we be getting it in. Where you getting it out? I said all the places we've been, when they've been sitting it out, we be getting it in. Where you getting it out? Yeah, out. All right, motherfuckers, you're in the right place at the right time. Rest in peace, Jay Money. Ladies and gentlemen, have you heard the good word? Have you tuned in? Did you listen to my appearance on Vox and Hops Metal Podcast with Cryptopsy's own Matt McGacky to talk about craft beer, life, and heavy metal? Did you? I don't know if you did, but if you didn't, now's the time to do it. Pause this podcast right now. Go on ahead and pick up Vox and Hops feed wherever you can find it. You can find it everywhere. Go on ahead there and press play on episode 367 featuring yours truly, Dan Crayley. Host of Getting It Out podcast on Matt McGaggy's Vox and Hobbs podcast. I mean it when I say it, it was the greatest podcast experience I ever had in my life. I've been on quite a few podcasts, but that was a good one. That was the best one done so far. We did it in front of the Thirst Thursday crew, which was a bit of a live podcast. So you can listen in on that as they ask questions at the end, too. Not just one interview, but several. And I did it. I handled it with, uh, with, with, 
with finesse. Some might say I was natural. Some might say I've been blessed. Some might say, who knows where he gets it, but he got it. And I'd probably say Matt's just really good at editing and made me sound good. So thanks to Matt McGacky from Vox and Hops podcast for having me on there. It was genuinely a joy. And if you haven't listened, I hope you do soon because I'm talking about uh, getting it out and gettingitout.net specifically. You know that I've tried to hammer it in your skull that gettingitout.net exists and I want you to go there and check it out. Every day there's always something new. Just now I put up a video for Slug Crust. Might have one up in a little bit for Carry On Veil as well. So go there to check those out. Um, Go there to get every episode of the podcast from 1 to 242. And that's what episode this is. I had the pleasure of talking with Andrew from Texas, Texans, Texases, Texases, from Texases I am. And uh, we had a good time. And uh, he was uh, one of the easier people that I've spoken to in a long time for Getting It Out podcast. So if you haven't checked them out and if you think you know what they sound like, I encourage you to go listen to their new record, Eternal Steel. You know what? Why don't I just do that for you? I'm going to play you the track right now called Primal Wave, and you are, uh, it's going to be better than you were expecting. How about that? It's going to be better than you think it is. Starting right now. Here it is. Yeah!
Texas? Yes, sir. Dallas, Texas. Oh, no. That sucks. Um, no, I'm just yeah. kidding. No, trust me. I, I know. I know. It's, it's, uh, it's looking a little crazy over here lately. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I was thinking about this earlier, and my whole uh, my whole Dallas sucks thing simply comes from being a uh, Philadelphia Eagles fan. So it's not real. Like, uh, you know, it's just a, uh, it's just a sports it's thing. A fictitious uh, sports, uh, sports lingo stuff, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but it's funny because it, it like matters to me. For some reason, I think like I could never go to Dallas. I could never do anything or be anywhere near that city, <laughs> based on just this lifelong hatred of a fucking football team. It's ridiculous, but uh, that's the way it is, I guess. That's you know? crazy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that that shit takes over, man. It does. I've seen it take over in people. It just seeps in. But all right, so um, so not not out on tour or anything right now. That's good, right? Or is it good? Yeah, we just got home. Yeah, just a few days ago. Still feeling a little bit uh, laggy from the crazy time changes but you know getting used to it yeah what is it there what are you guys on like central time are you hour behind yeah, it's 5 30 here central time so it's 4 30 right now gotcha cool well uh glad to be talking to you uh the new record there you eternal sure. steel is awesome uh just came out oh, yeah. a couple days ago right yeah actually almost a week ago so last last friday how's that going how's man, the release of the record going <laughs> In, incredible man i'm just i'm floored by the amount of responses we've gotten and the uh, how well it's been received and uh it's all of all recognition of you know how how far we've grown as a band you know it's it's been amazing to see you know really has been yeah i'd say definitely the the growth of i am is shows tremendously on this record more so than uh any of the others you put out uh, and not that anything's been bad but this is just such a, a leap forward it's a natural progression but also a leap forward i think in your sound i don't know if you you agree with that though oh 100 i mean we had we had about four years um you know during since the release of hard to kill before we released this you know we had we had so much time to just get better, you know, just get better at being musicians and songwriters and, you know, just really showed. And we got introduced to our, you know, new drummer about, you know, a little over three years ago. And it's, that's just been the biggest difference to us too, you know, having somebody that is on that level of, uh, that can play those things and, you know, not being restricted by what you can and can't play, you know? Right. Right. Is this the longest you've gone between releases? Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, it's been about four years. Wow. Okay. So, how how long has I am been around? I feel like I feel like the name's been around for like ten years, but I don't know. I could be wrong. Yeah. No, it's been about ten years. Yeah, that's that's right around the point. Um, you know, the first first few years were just kind of a bunch of kids who didn't really know how to play instruments and just playing locally whenever you could, and that was that was about it for about four years of doing that. So. And nothing, nothing to write home about right there, you know. When we release Life Through Torment, that's kind of 
our first album. That's kind of when things started to pick up. We started to tour a bit more. So, you know, since then we've been road dogs. You know, we've mm-hmm. uh, been putting in a lot of work. Well, what side did you come from? Maybe I should clarify a little. Did you come from the metal or the hardcore world? You personally? Uh, no, I did not. No, which I, which one? Oh, the metal or hardcore world. Yeah. Uh, I mean, for sure, metal world. I right, mean, I right. didn't find out about hardcore way until, you know, I was in my late teens. So yeah, probably about like eighteen or maybe maybe even seventeen. But yeah, I didn't find out about that stuff till way later. You know, my my dad was always in love with his favorite band Sepultura, and you know, he was always showing me, you know, the greats and shit. Right. So I had I had that going, and then my mom was super into like alternative you know, new metal type stuff from the 2000s. So, you know, I was, I was always into that type of stuff. Um, but I never really found like core music until I found, a. my dad showed me this record from demon hunter and it was like the first type of like core esque band that I like had heard. And I just thought it was so crazy compared to like, you know, I was listening to, you know, system of a down and, you know, Slipknot and shit like that. Yeah, so yeah, like, okay, yeah. this is this is super sick. Like, you know, I want to hear more of this. And then that kind of graduated into, you know, like a little bit of Jump for Cowboy. And then you find some upon Whitechapel and, you know, that type of shit. So, yeah, definitely metal first. Well, like, the, I was getting to that because, by the way, I got to say, all I, I listen to still have and still listen to just about every single band you mentioned there. No shame on any oh, yeah. of it. So, um, oh, no, not but, at all, not at all. I find myself listening to that stuff a lot more now than <laughs> you know I did then. <laughs> right, right. Well, uh, the reason I ask that is because, because from my perspective, I I don't I don't feel like I started paying attention to to I am until your last record, but I feel like that was because you guys came on my radar as a deathcore band when it was like a bad word to some people um is that am oh, yeah. i remembering am i remembering that right is that where you've what, been lumped in 100 percent. yeah yeah we got we for sure got thrown into that you know that world and like we it wasn't something we ever like cared about you know mm-hmm. it, it just that's just it just didn't matter to us um we were just trying to write you know heavy music um but you know, at the time, those were the only tours that we were getting offered. So, like when Life Through Torment came out, you know those those type of tours with you know some deathcore bands and metalcore stuff were you know those are the only people that would give us you know tours. So we we're like, okay, let's, let's do it. Like, fuck it, we don't got anything else. Um, <laughs> you know, um, it, it kind of I feel like it put us in a little hole with Life Through Torment with that because it didn't uh, feel like it didn't get to expand as much as it should have. Um, but that's one thing for sure. We went to hard to kill, you know, we're like, we're not, we're not this, you know, one staple type of band, you know, I am something is, is music we want to hear and music we want to do, you know, we want that to be, we want that to shine through our music, you know, above all anything, like above all like style or genre, like we just want us to sound like, like us. And I feel like we really put a stamp on that with hard to kill. And then, you know, with eternal steel, just even more so like, you know, this is, this is exactly who we are, you know, take it or leave it. You know, we, we do whatever the fuck we want. You know, we don't write one specific genre type, you know, you find a bunch of different influences in our music, you know? So it's, uh, I think it's a, I think it's a great, great listen to for, for a lot of people who, like you said, kind of wrote us off, you know, or didn't like want to give us a time of day because they felt like we were a certain thing, 
And it's like, you know, we're, I, I say it all the time, you know, we're Texas death. We're fucking, we write heavy metal music. You know, that's what we yeah. do. Yeah, that's uh, very clear on Eternal Steel. I think I came around to you guys on Hard to Kill and realized, oh shit, okay, this is a this is a band I should pay attention to. And then when I started seeing the singles or hearing the singles released for this record, uh, it definitely piqued my interest. Some of the riffs on this record, specifically on that first track, what's the first track? Something something War Primal, Primal Wave. Wave Wave. That's what it is. Primal Wave. Um, yeah. Some of the riffs just on there alone, uh, as I was listening, you know, recently, it was like, God damn, this is like it's it's. It's like it's not technical. I mean, it's technical. Do you know what I mean? It's technical without being yeah. like a techie band, it's, right? It's fucking riffy, man, and it's catchy and it's groovy and it's it's all those little things like bumbled, you know? Right. So my question then, when you, so I don't know what your involvement in is in the writing process, but are you writing any of these riffs? Or are these all coming from the guitar players? Yeah. So Tommy, Tommy, pretty much writes everything. You know, him and you know Crystal sprinkling a few ideas here and there um but yeah for for the most part tommy is uh he's the brain behind the wrist you know and what's funny is that i think that this shows more of a testament of like how we wanted to sound is like the primal wave that was the first song we had written for eternal steel you know that was the first track we ever wrote for that so like that kind of set the tone for like where we wanted to go with this album and uh you know, I think I'm glad that shows through. Um, but yeah, Tommy, Tommy for sure is the is the head chief when it comes to that. He's the, he's the groove master. Well, it's like it's, it does. It sets a hell of a, a standard for the rest of the record. Um, and it's it's I don't know. It's 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 very cool. I like each time I listen to it, I like it more. And that's uh, that's yeah. that's not that's a perfect. usual thing, right? Um, yeah. The uh, so when he when he gives you these riffs, does it ever? Uh, does it ever make you nervous? Like, oh shit, I gotta, I need to, I can't fucking, I can't serve up something soft here. I need to deliver. Exactly, and that 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 was the theme for this whole record too. It's like we we were at a point where it's like we were kind of limited with uh, you know our previous drummer that we had with like what we could and couldn't do. Um, and so when we got our uh, current drummer, who just is a fucking machine and is just insane, it it kind of pushed us. To, like yo like we gotta let's fucking amp this up you know let's turn I am all the way let's rev this motherfucker up you know let's fucking redline it and so we all like took notice and we're like you know we're we, we all just gotta get better you know we all gotta get better musicians and that's what this last four years was you know prior to releasing this you know we, we knew we wanted to write what we wanted without restrictions and without you know saying oh fuck we can't play this so we can't like write this you know um so we all had to step it up, you know, every single one of us, you know, took note that, you know, we have to, we have to progress as the band progresses or else mm -hmm. there's just no growth, you know? Yeah. I feel like if you're just, if you're stuck writing the same, same style, same tunes and same, same record you put up the last time, it's like, you know, what are you doing this for? You know, we're, right. we're trying to, we're trying to level up, you know, we're trying to make, I am as much as it can be, you know, create, create this monster, you know? Do you feel like um, you, or maybe maybe it happened before, but do you feel like you've made it past the uh, gatekeepers of metal that pinned you in as something else? Yeah. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. 
In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Uh, I mean, I, I've, I've learned to not care about that so much in my later years you know for sure it used to bother me you know but uh now it's like whatever man if you like i am you like us like we're we're putting it out there for you you know this is right. this is us being vulnerable you know this is us saying this is the record we wanted to write you know you can cool guy it all you fucking want you can say it's not real death metal or whatever the fuck you want to call it like you can say all the things but it's it's there for you and we're, we're putting it in front of you. You don't have to like it. You know, you can, you can fuck with us if you want, you know, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not here to stress over if this, you know, 40 year old death metal elitist <laughs> in his mom's basement is writing a good review on eternal steel. You know? Hey, I'm in my own basement. <laughs> hey, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I'm kidding. Um, the, uh, the, you mentioned all the evolution of the band, what about the evolution simply of the logo? Kept it the same, but it seems to be changing every time. Is this uh, is this slowly going to morph into something else? What's happening here? <laughs> so yeah, I mean, I just kind of with with every new album, you know, I feel like I feel like it deserves a little, you know, a little pick me up, you know, a little like, hey, you know, the music's leveling up and everything. We're keeping the same logo, but we're just kind of kind of putting a little spice, a little flair, you know, a little different, uh, little different touches, you know, to kind of, I always liked how, uh, if you remember, if you followed Jeff or Cowboy at all, um, yeah. like every album they had, had the same like, uh, demon dude on it, you know, it just kept getting like, they just kept like re revising it and like making it more demonic or whatever, or more crazy, you know, just adding little touches every album and making it a little different. So, you know, I kind of like doing that with the logo, you know, it's kind of, giving it some breath of fresh air every album cycle well to, to go along with that and that's that's cool by the way i like that i like the because yeah. uh before i go off on it something else i think it's funny when a band has a logo and then when they stop using it or don't use it on a record it <laughs> it really bothers people and uh you guys you kind of set yourself up to be able to change it every time but also keep it the same. It's a it's a very it's a it's a very simple but a but a concept. I appreciate. Hell yeah! Glad that, glad that comes across. <laughs> well, the uh, the cover. Speaking of the cover, the cover art. What the fuck is going on here? This is. Uh, I mean, <laughs> it's pretty ridiculous, but it's uh, pretty awesome for a metal record. Where did this inspiration? Yeah, come from? yeah. I mean, I wanted ridiculous. You know, I wanted I wanted something. I'm really big on the visuals have to match the theme of the music and the the feel of it. You know that when those two collide it just you know like makes your soul feel good so whenever i was first tommy was sending me songs and you know writing riffs and starting to write lyrics you know i'd sit in here thinking you know i was like man like three-headed panther and just a fucking frank Frazetta type woman warrior you know holding a chrome skull in her hand really strong and powerful and it just 
it resonated with me. So I few threw the idea out to a few different artists that I knew. And, um, yeah, we finally landed on Kaylin Stockerman and, uh, man, he just knocked it out of the park. You know, he, I gave him the basics. I told him that's exactly what I wanted. You know, three headed Panther, uh, woman warrior holding the Chrome skull. That's, that's the aspects I want. Everything else, you know, listen to the album and do as you feel. And, you know, he just, <laughs> he crushed it, you know, knocked it out of the park. So I think, uh, I think it translates well to the music. Is there any sort of concept to the songs here? Being that you know, the guy, you got the cover art, you got the song title "Infernal Panther," you got the song "Queen Incarnate." Is there anything that's tying this together? Or is this all just a happy coincidence? Oh yeah. Um, so pretty much the whole album is story. There's stories of my struggles and my things I'm going through, my trials and tribulations of trying to become this, you know, confident powerful person because that's always been like a something i've been striving for you know i just i want to be the best best thing i can be on this earth and like just to me and you know my confidence and my soul and everything so it's kind of me talking about that but i don't necessarily like putting that type of vulnerability on paper so it it translates really well to me whenever i do it through like a fantasy world so that's kind of where that came in and that's how you know i started thinking of the artwork too so i translate these stories into fantasy scenarios and worlds and it just you know that's just kind of how i deal with it and that's kind of how i write with it and uh that's where i went with this record that's interesting because it's not the typical at least in my opinion it's not the typical approach to writing death metal songs yep. you, you know yeah uh, <laughs> yes exactly what I did once. Like, that, and that's what i say you know you got you got all these records that you know every band follows the formula you know they mm-hmm. follow what they should write you know what the artwork should look like you know go to the same designers that everybody does or whatever have you and it's just you know i've always liked i am to be a we've always, we've never really fit in anywhere you know from life to torment to hard to kill so like why start now you know i'm gonna I'm going to keep doing weird shit and, you know, if it weirds people out and they don't want to listen to it because of that, so what, you know, (laughs) we're we're being ourselves, you know, I want to, I want to put some shit out like this and this is, this is exactly what we wanted. Well, that's pretty awesome. Well, I got to imagine it's, is it ever an issue that you named your band? I am like when somebody asks you, What's the name of your band? How does that go? Does that end up like an Abbott and Costello routine? It it usually goes, I say, I am. And then they give me that blank stare for about five seconds. And then they're like, oh, you mean like the band is I am. I thought you were saying you're I am. That's a a constant. (laughs) Um, Yeah, you know, like, uh, especially... Hard to Google too, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, considering like the years spent before we were actually touring and actually doing you know, things that mattered, you know, it, it kind of feels like I wish, you know, I could write those, you know, four years off to start whenever we actually started, you know, doing things. Um, and I, you know, I used to worry about that, you know, a while back, but over the years I've come to just, you know, this is, this is our baby and I've, I've loved it. And, you know, I still think it's a strong name and I know it's a little hard to find, but it makes it that much more, uh, gives it a little bit of mystique. I feel, you know, mm-hmm. If you find it, you find it, you know? <laughs> Good luck finding it in the record store. <laughs> what? How does it, How should it be alphabetized? It should be the first one in eyes, right? Yeah, that's how it usually goes, yeah. 
Good. Yeah, that's that's good to know. I, I struggle with these things. Because you know, like when a band starts yeah. with an A, do they go in the A's or do they or do you treat it like a the? But I think oh, with yeah. I think with I think with I am that's uh that's an I. Yeah, true. That is very true. <laughs> unique in that way. Um yeah. speaking of unique on the album, the song Price of Pain really stands out to me. Uh mm-hmm. as a like a a straightforward, almost more hardcore song. I don't know. Is is that one intentionally different? Uh, so I remember when Tommy sent me that that beginning riff, the da 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 like that that guy right there. Mm-hmm. And uh, I I literally texted it back. I said, "This is the most I am riff that I've ever heard in my life." <laughs> I was like, "It's so it's so groovy, but like you said, it has a little little bit of hardcore spice on it." And it's like, I was like, "Man, this is." This is I am all over it. So like I don't, I wouldn't say you know we actually like try to go for something when we're writing it like that. Yeah, it just whatever Tommy produces, it comes out as I am, or at least whatever lands on the record for sure. Right. Um. So it just it, it translates really well to that. So I don't, you know, we, as far as us trying to go for like oh let's write a more you know hardcore song or a more song you can mosh to or whatever. That's that's not really what we do. We kind of just write the songs as we feel they should be written you know that's what i would have assumed but i imagine it's got to be good to have songs like that in your arsenal because i do know you 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 tend to play to hardcore crowds here and there i think you might have just done something up in canada you know and uh yep yeah things like that so so i I gotta imagine it's nice to have those sort of songs in in the canon yeah and exactly you know we have we have a lot of things in our arsenal you know we have some secret weapons and stuff you know it's it's all those things that people don't expect when they when we get up on stage you know like oh yeah this band is this type of band if like someone's telling their friend like oh yeah they're 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 a deathcore band or oh yeah they're a death metal band like and then you hear us play and you hear a multiple array of shit and then they're like i don't know what the fuck i just saw but that wasn't what you told me you know but like (laughs) it's it's a little we're a little more uh it goes a little further than that, you know. Yeah, you're I a lot more dynamic than, unique, than, you know? than that. Yeah, 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 I feel like that's a you know that, that holds some it holds some merit, you know. I, I certainly feel like if you if you tell somebody that I am as a deathcore band and then you play them Primal Wave or Eye Candy, uh, you're gonna have some people scratching their heads. But uh, yeah, but exactly. Not like, that necessarily is a bad thing either, you know. Like uh, it's yeah, just a genre you know, tag, but yeah. Uh huh. I've never been one to like you know favor genres, obviously. So like. If it, those times whenever people themselves feel like they're like, oh shit, I had this completely wrong about this band. You know, I, I was, I was wrong. So that's, that's, that's a good feeling to know that like <laughs> we can still change people's minds after, you know, however long. Yeah. Yeah. I think, well, I think this one will definitely do it. Be, being that you're from Texas, I got to ask you about your personal favorite Texas metal bands. What are the, t- what's top three for you? All right. So my top three, I'm gonna put Life Cycles from San Antonio at the top. They are the the best thrash crossover band in Texas by far. Um, I, I actually think they were recommended to me recently, so that's a that's yeah. an interesting, interesting Dude, choice. Check yeah. them out; they are such an incredible band. Um, that's gonna be number one. Um, shit, who's gonna who's gonna take that number two slot? I'd say if you haven't already, check out Ballista. They're from the DFW area. They're one of my favorites just because they're. I've known those guys for a long time, and they've they've been working hard, and mm-hmm. they're actually out in Texas, you know, out touring, you know, doing 
making making moves and that's that's always sick to see so you know really get up there check that band out um who else man earn i'd say earn it's a it's like a punk band from uh uh dallas right here they're fucking killer they're, if you like if you dig punk heavy punk stuff it's it's awesome that's awesome man. I, lo- I love hearing that you're uh I mean, I know this sounds weird to say, but I love hearing that you're in touch with what's happening locally. Because sometimes I ask that question and people don't have a, an answer. <laughs> you know, oh, really? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, like I'm not – obviously we're on tour a lot, so it's kind of hard right. for me to get out to a lot of these events. But, you know, I'm always there. I'm always I'm always lurking. I'm always keeping up. You know, I'm always making sure I know, you know, what bands are doing shit around here. You know, because it does, it does mean a lot to me. You know, community around here is, you know – I don't want to. I don't want to be that asshole band that you know grew up playing here and just kind of forgot everybody or everything that was happening. It's like, no, man. The only reason why we're here is because you motherfuckers were coming out to shows, you know, during our shitty years. You know, so right. that that means a lot. You know. Well, I appreciate your uh, your humbleness and also your uh, I don't know your, 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 the fact that you're. Your self awareness. That's what I'm looking for. Your self awareness of this whole thing, and that you're just playing. You're playing metal music and uh, having fun, and that's cool. Uh, yeah. Th- what's so? What's now that the album's out and it's been four years since your last? What's next? Is it just touring, touring, touring? Yeah. So right now, that that's on the agenda. You know, obviously we gotta we gotta promote this thing. We gotta get out there and uh, so give the live experience that this album deserves. You know. So we're we're taking really uh we're taking a lot of measures to try to make sure the next because uh, we're planning a fall headliner right now um mm-hmm. and the next headliner that we do we're trying to make sure that you know we're getting a pretty good show to showcase this album um and yeah man we got we got stuff booked up to about midway next year so we're we're gonna be busy you know we're we're gonna be doing a lot of shit. But yeah, as soon as I think as soon as this next year starts, though, we're going to start writing for the next one. So the work <laughs> never stops. <laughs>
So there you have it. That was my conversation with Andrew of I Am. The song you just heard was Surrender to the Blade. It's the second track off of Eternal Steel. Uh, the, the Primal Wave that I played was the first track. The second track was Surrender to the Blade. So now you need to go to listen to track 3 through 10, or however many tracks are on Eternal Steel, out now on Monarch Heavy. It's a great record. You will highly enjoy it as long as you like heavy metal or death metal or maybe hardcore or maybe metalcore i don't know why those things but it might be you know what i'm saying did you just listen to anything we said or did or talked about or the music you just heard you know already if you like it or not and i think you know that you do so you need to go check it out immediately all right Um, i want to thank andrew for taking the time to have that conversation with me he was a joy and i am overjoyed to have shared it with you on episode 242 of Getting It Out Podcast. It's interesting that I remember that number because I don't. It's just right in front of me on the screen. So, I'm getting close to 250. That doesn't seem like a reason to celebrate. 250 is halfway to 500. I'll probably celebrate at 300 by, I don't know. You know what? I'm not going to celebrate any of them. I'm not celebrating anymore. Maybe when I get to 1,000, then I'll quit. God, that's going to take forever. It took me like five years to get to this point. How long is 1,000 going to take? 20 years total, right? Does that make sense? Does that add up? Is that one-ish a week-ish? I don't know. Not doing that math, but you can do it for me. Let me know in the comments. Just kidding. There are no comments, but you can email me anytime you want. Dan at gettingitout.net. Send your band in. Let me check it out. Let's talk. Let's chit-chat. Message me on Instagram. Don't you dare message me on Facebook. I don't want to do that. So please stop doing that to me, people. I don't read your messages on Facebook and I'm not going to. Okay. Is that clear? Do you got it? I guess this one's going to wrap up a little earlier than most, but since you stuck around this long, I want to tell you about a couple episodes that are coming up. Just a little preview. I got episodes with Goat Whore, Exhumed, Law of Power, Rejection Pact, Diamond Head, Abrams, and the list keeps on going so please be sure to subscribe rate and review i haven't asked you to do that in a long time um getting it out podcast wherever you listen you can do it on spotify you can do it on apple music you can do it probably other places too i don't know i don't use them but you you can multitask you can do that while you check out this song abyssal by ace phallix that comes out this friday on uh, 20 bucks spin records thank you for listening bye-bye
Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.